Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'd like to feature a conversation I recorded with Valerie Urban. Valerie is a second-year student in our class of 2019, and she is also from Brazil. And she and I recently sat down and talked a little bit more about why she decided to pursue an MBA, what led her to Darden, and what she has enjoyed about her Darden experience. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Valerie Urban. Valerie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here today. All right. So for our listeners at home, tell us just a little bit more about you and your background. Sure. So I come from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. I worked with oil and gas insurance and then moved into the family businesses. One is in the media industry and one is a tortilla manufacturer. So I have a pretty diverse and somewhat non-traditional background. So uh, what led you to pursue an MBA? Is it something you thought about for a long time, relatively recent idea? Yeah, I think uh, it started when I moved into the family business, the media one first. I realized that a lot of what I was bringing into the company came from what I had learned in my previous experience in the insurance company. But I knew that there were many things I could still learn and that maybe would have worked in the insurance company would not really work in the media industry. So I realized that um, I felt like business school would give me the tools I needed to work in various companies, roles, and industries. And another reason was the fact that I was scared of what was going on in my country and the economy. So I wanted to make sure I had a resume that would always help me uh, get a good job. And how did you find out about Darden? I had I don't have that many friends in Brazil that uh, got an MBA. And two of the people I knew that got an MBA came to Darden. So I talked to them. Their experience... Their experiences were amazing, and that's what I started uh, thinking about Darden. And I got attracted by the case method and the sense of community within the school. Moving from Brazil and being away from home and from my friends and family, I wanted to make sure to move somewhere where I could where I would also feel at home and where my classmates would become my friends and family. And thankfully, this is exactly what Darden is to me. So um, was it a big decision for you to come to the U.S. for Business school, is that something that, you know, you mentioned you were being away from home, away from family, obviously in a new community? In my case, my dad is American, so I would come to the States every year, and I would have a sense of sort of home in in the U.S. as well. But still, it's not easy to move from the other side of the world uh, by yourself, but it was definitely the right decision for me. So... um, what was it like being, uh, obviously, coming from Brazil, being a first-year student here at Darden, experiencing the case method? Uh, tell us a little bit more about about what that was like. Sure. So my first year was very intense. The first three quarters um, are not easy, but my classmates and my learning team were always there to support me and help me with anything possible. And I definitely learned more than I ever thought I would. And once I went by this rough part, I just felt like a superhero. I felt like I can do anything. So this is how first year is. Uh, It's tough in a way, but you feel like you're learning so much. And at the same time, you're meeting so many amazing people and amazing companies are coming here to talk to you. So you just feel there's so many good things going on at the same time. It's just 
exciting and it's tough to manage your time, like social time with academics, with the job search, but it's incredible. It's a great experience. What was the biggest adjustment for you? Uh, I want to say the cold because it's really cold right now, but um, I think understanding how different it is for Americans in the sense of networking, you're going to be calling people, and and that was that's that was very different for me. Like, do these people want to take time off their busy schedules to talk to me and answer my questions about the company they work for? And eventually, I got the hang of it. Um, and that's and people actually enjoy talking to you. It's like a break for them too. But this is so different for me, like culturally that. That was the networking part was a little was a little difficult or hard, hard to understand. Like, how does this work? It's mm-hmm. it's very different. And I'm sure it's different in just various countries. Yeah, everybody comes from different backgrounds, right? And we know that networking, particularly in its American expression in the, in the U.S., looks exactly. looks a certain certain way, which is very different than other places. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get up to speed on on networking? Obviously, there's a learning curve. Just throwing myself out there, I think, just joining networking circles and getting my first calls out there, maybe with people that uh, I met on grounds uh, that came for a company briefing, and then I talked to them, and then I called them. So you slowly um, get the waters tested, that's how you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start feeling more comfortable. You get into networking circles where your friends are. And then the conversation just flows. You know what are good questions. You learn what are good questions, what are not so good questions. And it works. After a couple of those, you you know what you have to do. It's a bit like the case method, right? You get better the more you do it. Um, exactly. So uh, did you come with a target industry in mind? Uh, you come to business school knowing I want to be in this industry, or were you a little bit more open-minded about it? Not really. I was open-minded about it. I think... One thing that I enjoyed was uh, the CPG uh, industry. But then when I got here, there's so many interesting companies and interesting industries that I had never thought about uh, working for that I think, I in my case, I got a little overwhelmed, started applying to many different companies because they all just looked amazing. And in the end, I think everyone ends up where they where they need to be. But I think I was, I was open for for different industries. And where did you eventually land? I went back to uh, during my summer internship. I was at Emerson Electric, and I went back to the oil and gas um, business that uh, I always enjoyed. Um, but now I realize that I don't love it so much. So I'm going to try. Uh, something else now, looking at uh, healthcare industry, which I like the sense of thinking that somehow I'm doing good to the world. So that's that's just my my specific case. So that's probably what I'm going to be doing uh, for full time. So how has your second year been? You talked a little bit about the adjustment process, first year networking, and obviously mm-hmm. uh, the first three quarters, the core curriculum being mm-hmm. being challenging. Um, what's second year been like? Um, I want to say easier, but maybe it's just that you understand the dynamics of 
of everything, of the program, of like balancing your social life with your classes and you're taking classes that you actually chose, you actually apply for, so you kind of know what to expect. And um, a lot of people already have jobs, uh, so it's it's a lot, um, I guess, easier, lighter for them. And in my case, I was I was still looking until uh, now. Basically, we're in February, and I think in my second year, I was I was a lot more focused on the companies that I was going to target. So first year was learning curve, and then second year, okay, now I know what I what I want to do moving forward. And so it was easier for me to balance again social life with academics with um, recruiting. And uh, second year, best year is what they say, and I I have to agree with that. <laughs> have you been involved with clubs and organizations? I know that's something that that a lot of second years spend time with. Yes, I'm uh, vice president of uh, I'm social VP for the Latin American Student Association. So I take care of just some fun parties and barbecues. It's pretty exciting. We have Carnival coming up next week. So we just had a big meeting today, and we're all very excited. Hopefully, it's going to be a very fun party. So when you think about your experience as an international student coming to Charlottesville, um, what have you enjoyed most about being here in this community, living mm-hmm. in this town? Mm-hmm. Everyone is just so nice. It's it's incredible. It's like everyone is very polite. They will say hi to you. They will help you with anything, it, whether you know the person or not. And to me, I think as I mentioned before, um, I really wanted to have a, a sense of community, a sense of that. My classmates were also my friends like outside of school. Those were the people that I would see in class, and those were the people that I would go out with at night. And... So I really enjoy uh, having that. Also, knowing that there's not that many uh, bars here, you know that anywhere you go, you are going to meet people and you are going to have a lot of fun. Um, I like how safe it is. That's very different coming from Rio. There's a big difference there, so I value that a lot. And a sense of people just caring for each other all the time uh, in school or outside of school. Um, enjoy the outdoors, uh, the vineyards, um, starting golf lessons tomorrow. So there's always something uh, going on here in Charlottesville, even though it sounds small, but it there's so much to do. I really enjoy it. So what would your advice be you know, for the international students who are listening to this podcast wondering – gosh, the next steps are adjusting to life in in the United States uh, as a business school student, which is its own sort of subculture. Um, What advice would you have for international students? One thing I think for everyone, just come relaxed. Uh, Try to take some time off uh, before coming to school if you can. Um, And when you start, don't be scared. Things work out. Lean on your friends and your learning team as much as you need to. They're there to support you the whole time. And it's a lot, but it's a lot in, in an amazing an amazing way. So I'm trying to think any 
advice. Just come very open to participate in class and share your experience and also to meet new people. There's just so many social activities going on. Try to go as to as many as you can. You're always going to meet new people and discover new cultures. It's it's pretty incredible. What's been surprising to you about, I mean, I'm sure there are things that you expected that you found here, mm -hmm. um, but what's been surprising to you mm -hmm. when you think back on the, I guess at this point, about a year and a half or a little bit more than that? Sure. Yeah. So one thing is how quickly recruiting starts. You're still trying to meet people, understand the case method, and then there's this huge company coming on ground. You have to network with them. So people had warned me about this, but when you're actually here, it's like, wow, I was not expecting this. So that's one thing. The other thing that surprised me is the fact that you can do and create whatever you want and how people will encourage you to do that. So if you want to create a new club, go for it. If you want to share your story, a whole room of people is ready to listen to you. Um, if you want to pick up a new hobby, like me with golfing, for example, someone will be there to teach you. So just come open-minded and there's just so much you can do and learn. Are there any courses, maybe a course or two that has stood out from your time here? Things that, you know, you decided to take this elective or particular class that that's been particularly memorable? Sure. Uh, I'm taking deviant marketing now. Uh, with Laleen and she is incredible uh, the class is amazing I highly recommend it and I also really enjoyed taking negotiations class every class you negotiate with, with, with someone in your class and you get sort of the same case but you're each, you each have like a side of the case and you're not sure what the other person what information the other person has it's so much fun and then the next class we all debrief about it And so these are two classes that um, that I really I really enjoy taking. So some of our listeners may be a little bit less familiar with deviant marketing. Uh, do you want to tell us just a little bit more of what deviant marketing is or what it, what it may mean? Um, it's come up in a couple conversations oh, with, really? with your with your classmates. Um, and uh, I'm curious how you might explain it to to some to a, somebody listening to our podcast. Um, there is a specific. Uh, The word is not, it's not, it's just not coming to me right now, a way to explain it. But it, it's about like understanding all the biases that people have and how to, how to work with that. And we talk about a lot of like what, how marketing influences people, but how to, do we, do we want to do it in a way that We help people make the right decision that is for them, or are we just pushing them to sell more of what we, of the product and service that we want to sell? So we talk about ethics as well and try to understand, like, what, how can we nudge people to buy, again, your product or, or service, but also is that actually good for them? So that's a lot of, of what the conversation go, goes in class. The readings are super interesting. Mm -hmm. So um, we talked a little bit about your advice and sort of what's been surprising. You've got a limited number of months left here um, in Charlottesville. Um, what is on your, your bucket list? What do you hope to accomplish between now and graduation? 
Yeah, so I mentioned my golf uh, lessons. That's one for sure. Um, I also want to make sure to hit all the vineyards. There's a Monticello uh, wine trail. I think there's 33 uh, vineyards uh, included in that uh, trail. So that's on my bucket list. Also, I look forward to my second Foxfield race. That's probably going to be in end of April, May. Last year's was a lot of fun. And do a little bit more hiking when uh, when it's a little warmer. Well, Valerie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been great talking with you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. And that was my conversation with Valerie Irvin, a second-year student in our class of 2019. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at darden at virginia.edu. Until next time, thanks for listening.